0: Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. You guys, I'm so excited today. I've got a special guest. Her name is Bree Lulov. She's the owner of the Secrets to Social Media. I am so excited to have her on the podcast today, you guys, because she has been a hairstylist, a manager in sales and education, and her focus now is teaching hairstylists Instagram growth, and we all need to know more about Instagram growth. So, Bree,
1: welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here because I feel like social media is such a game changer and something that we we spend so much time looking at from a negative light and a negative perspective. It's like, it's time to switch things up and find some joy in it again.
0: Oh, 100%. And I feel like as a business owner, social media takes up so much of my time. And for you to be educating others and, and bringing that fun back to it is super important. And you're, you guys have to follow her on uh, Instagram. Her, her stories, her reels, everything is just so entertaining and fun. And even this morning, I was watching you putting makeup in your car. And I'm like, <laughs> we got to be best friends because you are just so like raw, real, authentic. And I love it.
1: <laughs> Aw, thank you so much. And I feel like it's great that you said that because so many people aren't raw, real and authentic. And like we lose the touch of humanity on Instagram and think everyone has like this perfectly curated life. And it's so not true. People just aren't sharing the behind the scenes of what's really going on.
0: Oh, And I I just love that. Everything that you're saying on your stories when you're live, I, I just love it. I'm so connected to it. And I know our listeners would be as well so can you tell us a little bit like how did you how did this all come about i mean you've had quite a few different journeys and hats that you've worn in the past can you just dive into all of that
1: (laughs) okay so you're right i've worn tons of different hats i've actually started my career over like five, six different times. And when I say start over, I mean, starting over not only my career and my job, but also where I live. I've lived, you know, across the country. I've moved across the country twice. I've started over. And the reason why is because when I first started behind the chair and going to school for cosmetology, I thought that was All I could do. I thought I was limited and I accepted it. And I was like, okay, this is it. I'm just going to work in the salon forever. And I remember telling clients, like, who would ask me, is this it for you? Will you be here forever? Like, if you leave, let me know. I'm going to follow you. Like, I remember having those conversations and saying, I'll be here. Don't worry. Like, I'm not going anywhere. And then I got to a certain place where I was like, well, what's next for me? Because I'm always someone who's wanting to like do bigger and better things. I just don't like, I'm not someone who's accepting of the current situation. My mind is always like, okay, what's next. (laughs) So for me to think that being a hairstylist is all that was happening and only thing that was there for me, my mind stepped away from, okay, what's next. And I was just like, okay, this is what it is. But what ended up happening is I really lost inspiration and I wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore in the salon. And I needed to find something else that would inspire me. So I became an educator for a brand and I traveled internationally and taught classes. And I'm so grateful for that experience because it really helped me realize that what I love doing is teaching and coaching people. But that was 10 years ago, and I didn't feel like I had the expertise and the knowledge to just be like, Yeah, I'm gonna start my own coaching and like help everyone out. Like, I wasn't there yet, (laughs) and I needed to get that experience. So, what I ended up doing is I left the salon um, and I worked for a corporate hair company, a big hair company in the professional industry. And you know, in those couple of years, I realized that I can do anything that I set my mind to, and that it's not just about being a hairstylist. It's about really impacting people's lives. So now as a social media coach and an Instagram strategist, I can really help and guide hairstylists to realize that they can do anything that they set their mind to. And social media doesn't have to be something that makes you feel like crap and is just a burden to your business. It can really help you grow. But the first thing you have to do is step away from that mindset that you need more followers, you need more likes, you need more comments. What you really need is you need to turn those followers into clients that are sitting in your chair or into brands that are helping you grow your business.
0: Oh, I love, I love the journey. And I love how like each stepping stone has like molded and, and really shaped your future for you. And I think that's, that's so good that you, you need to step away from the vanity numbers because so many of us are like, I only got one follower today or only two people liked my photo, you know? And, and I I like that you're talking about how we can use social media to help us grow, grow our businesses. Can, can you share more about that of like what we can do now, 2020 with Instagram for our business?
1: Yeah. So I think that like 2020, what's happening right now, like It sucks, right? No one wanted this to happen, but it is what it is. And we have to make the best out of the cards that were dealt. And right now with COVID and with salons having closed down and now being back open, this is your chance to grow a genuine, authentic relationship, not only with the guests that are sitting in your chair, but with future guests as well. And the first step in turning, you know, followers into clients that are sitting in your chair is going to be being yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's not about the haircut you do. It's not about the color you do. Like all that stuff is great. And of course your client wants to come to you because you do amazing hair. But the reason why that they're pre-booking and they're coming back to see you again and again, and they're sending friends to you is because of who you are. It's because you are the secret to social media. So that is the biggest tip um, and advice that I can give you right now is just to start showing up on video and being yourself. Show up every day on Instagram and like showcase what you're doing show more of your life. Stop just focusing on the hair and share that secret sauce. You.
0: So what would you say to somebody who feels very nervous or fearful of being on video?
1: I would say I've been there. I've been there before and now I show up on my videos with no makeup on <laughs> without brushing my hair. It seriously you know, was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I show up and I've been there before where I didn't even want to open the app because it made me feel so bad about myself. And I think the reason why I felt that bad and the reason why I was so caught up in not wanting to show up and show my face on video is because I was worried what everyone else was thinking about. I was too worried about what Karen thought from high school or, you know, Karen from my hometown, what that person was thinking when she was watching my stories. That's what was stopping me. And I realized that that's not fair because what Karen thinks doesn't matter. It doesn't like her opinion doesn't help my income grow. Her opinion doesn't help my following grow. The only thing that that opinion is doing is hurting me. So for someone who's feeling too afraid to show up, I would say, ask yourself, why, why are you afraid? What things are happening in your mind? That's like, you know, not allowing you to take that risk and, really confront it and address it and realize that you're only hurting yourself. You know, a year from now, you'll wish that you started showing up on Instagram reels and on video, because your business could be so much further than it is right now.
0: Mm. And fear can just, completely cause you to be stagnant, complacent, you know, afraid to step forward and become the person that you can be. And I know out of my experience being in the industry for 20 years, I feel like I would have been way more farther in my career if I didn't allow fear to stop me. So I love that just go go on daily, take videos and just be yourself and I think now more than ever too because of our industry and Uh, the entire world has gone through COVID and something together that we can all relate to of the struggle. I think now more than ever showing up and being raw and being real about those challenges and the things that maybe you're grateful for going through that. um, I I think that is, is a great opportunity to reinvent yourself.
1: Absolutely. And I think sometimes We say to ourselves, Well, I don't have anything to share on social media. I don't know what I'm going to say. And a lot of times that's why people lack confidence, is because they're not confident in their voice and the message they have to share because they haven't figured it out yet. But at the end of the day, you have something to share, right? You have something special and that's you. So the first thing I would do is like, if you're afraid to show up on video with your face on it, start recording what you're doing throughout your day, whether you're prepping for your clients and you're doing sanitation or you're mixing up a color, pull out your camera, record it, save it to the video roll later. And then what you can do is like pull out that camera and just start practicing. Like you're talking to your friend or like you're talking to that client, like you're talking to one person and then it becomes less intimidating to think about, you know, all the people that are watching your stories.
0: I love that you said that a few times that I've went live with my crew, there's only been two people also online live. So I'm like, this is not so bad. (laughs) We (laughs) only got two people looking at us right now.
1: (laughs) It's not so bad. And going live, like if you just act like you're hanging out, you're FaceTiming a girlfriend or someone that you're comfortable with, it becomes less weird. You know what I'm saying? And okay. Someone might say, well, I only have two people showing up. That's two more people showing up than you would have had before. You know, if you didn't show up at all, those people wouldn't have seen that content. So you have to keep showing up as if you're your best self, as if you're like that six figure self, what would six figure you do? They would show up every day. They wouldn't be making excuses, you know? So just like start having that mindset and the game changes.
0: And I believe too, like you have to get uncomfortable to grow and become comfortable and more confident in it. So I'm sure in the beginning when you first start doing videos it's always going to be awkward and you've got that little voice in the back of your mind like she's watching you. There you're you're <laughs> not being yourself or you, you yeah. look weird. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So tell us like like we've got stories, we got reels, we got our feed. There's so many different areas of Instagram? Like, how do we know where to start? Where, where to put the content and the images The tell us all the things?
1: <laughs> okay, let's break it down. So Instagram, right? It's like, let's think about Instagram as being a pie, for example, really quick. So we have a pie, the pie has a recipe, right? In the recipe, there's going to be flour, there's sugar, there's eggs, there's all these different things. So if we look at Instagram, there's all these different features too, but all of those features work together to make that end goal happen, which is for people to spend more time on the app. That's what Instagram wants. They want you to spend as much time as possible on the app. But if you are only taking advantage of one thing, like posting on your feed, that's the equivalent of making a cake and like only putting the flour into it. You really aren't using the benefits of everything it has to offer. So if you start posting on your feed and your feed is going to be something that's more permanent, right? And then you're using your stories to showcase what you're doing and you're behind the scenes of what's going on in your life and using that as an insight, you have to remember that when that dream client is coming to your Instagram page, the first thing that they're seeing is they're going to see your profile picture. They're going to see a couple photos on your feed and they're going to see your stories. So it's super important to take advantage of those two different things. Um, And I would just say, like, start showing up using those different features and playing around with it. If we think about Instagram as being this big place where you constantly have to come up with ideas, that's where you get stuck because you're obsessed. And like, you start thinking about, okay, well, I don't know what to say today, or I have nothing to post about today. But if you really take a step back and you say, okay, today, I'm going to post about blonde balayage, I'm going to make a feed post talking about before and after that I did. And then on my stories, I'm going to talk about and I'm going to promote that feed post I made. And then on my Instagram reels, like I'm going to share something a little bit more personal. So you can use one big topic and create a bunch of different content, um, and different purposes, whether that's reels, whether that's your feed, whether that's stories, just with that one big giant idea, right? You can make a bunch of different uh, pieces of content out of it. Oh, that's a really
0: great point. I love that. And I feel like that really simplifies things as opposed to feeling like you have to have something completely different. The one thing that sticks out in my mind is it sounds like you really narrowed it down. Like, how does a salon that does everything, do they need to narrow it down? Do they still post all the things that they're doing? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So for, I mean, for a big salon or for an individual stylist, it's going to be the same thing. You want to complete that cake. You need all the ingredients in order for that to happen. If you're only taking advantage of just posting on your feed, you're missing out on so much opportunity because your consumer isn't just like, if your consumer isn't following you yet on Instagram, they're not going to see you on their feed. So where are they going to find your post? You know what I'm saying? They're not going to. Versus, an Instagram reel, they might be on the Real explore page and they might be scrolling and then they might see your reel because of the hashtags that you use. So you really have to think about where your consumer is and how they consume that content. And then you can figure out what the most important thing for you actually is. But if you break it down in super easy terms, like Instagram Reels is only 15 seconds long. That's short, that's quick, that's simple. We don't have to overthink it. Same with what's going on your feed. You know, we don't have to overthink it. Start thinking about what that dream client needs to hear and what they need to see in order to schedule an appointment with you. And those are the biggest misses um, accounts that just post photos of hair are always going to lack an engagement because there's not a ton to engage with. Like that dream client isn't necessarily going to comment on that photo and be like, Oh my God, beautiful hair. No, but if you post it about yourself and ask them to share about themselves in the comments, that's where they're going to engage with you. So create content for the purpose of engagement with that dream client that you don't have on your feed yet.
0: Oh, I like that. That's a good one because engagement I always feel like is the most challenging when it comes to social media. Like, why is it always crickets, you know? But yeah. you're you're suggesting write a question there to get them to comment back. So it's not just about the beautiful hair or makeup that we do.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, it doesn't have to be crickets though. And you have to think that on Instagram You have to give love in order to receive love. So if you're just posting like screaming out to the universe and sharing your photo and you're never leaving comments or liking anyone's photos, the, the likelihood of your post getting a ton of engagement is going to be low. So before you make a post, I always recommend that you spend like 10 to 15 minutes on Instagram and engaging with people, leaving comments, actually genuinely building relationships and looking at Instagram as being the social platform that it is. Instead of just having a one-sided conversation with posting on your feed, go out and make a two-sided conversation and actually like, ask for that conversation to happen.
0: Hmm. Okay. So 10 to 15 minutes prior, engage with all of the followers or even new people and, and then do mm-hmm. your posting.
1: Yep, absolutely. You're going to notice a big boost in your engagement because of that. And then Instagram is saying, wow, she's spending time engaging with people on Instagram. I bet people are going to engage with her posts too. And when you make a post, you only have a small window of time to really get that engagement, right? Um, Because you want it to happen right after you're posting. So if you're sharing engagement prior to making that post, the likelihood of you getting a ton of engagement is going to be huge. Okay. Perfect. You guys,
0: I hope you're writing notes. I know that I am, I have a full page already. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So we're engaging with our followers. We're engaging with our clients. How can we use um, Instagram and what ways can we use Instagram to attract new clients?
1: Um, That's a really great question. So going back to what I said just a couple minutes ago is just really thinking of your Instagram as being a place that that new client is going to come. Like so many times we're just posting on Instagram for ourselves. We don't even like have a strategy, a game plan, nothing. It's just posting on the fly, right? You're just posting in the moment, whatever you think you should be posting because you feel like, oh, I have to post. I didn't post today. But if you take a step back and you look at your Instagram as actually a business tool and a marketing tool, Start posting the things that that new client would want to see and need to hear on Instagram. What would they need to to hear from you? So if you think about it, like, do you remember back in beauty school or like back in the day, you made a binder with like, it was almost a scrapbook with a photo of hair that you did with like a little text that was next to it. And like, maybe you put some stickers on it, but that new client looked through that photo book, like to see what kind of style they wanted to do. If you think about your Instagram in that way, and what would you say to a new client, it really shifts the perspective of what you're sharing. So a lot of times people aren't sharing like the location, their space, they aren't sharing their expert expertise. They're only sharing the hair that they've done. So start sharing that more personal aspect of being a hairstylist and that magic will come.
0: That is hilarious that you said that because I distinctively remember cutting out pictures (laughs) in a magazine and gluing it on a a binder to show people. I'm like, oh, times have changed for sure. And we've got (laughs) Pinterest, we've got Instagram. We have so many more beautiful pictures that we can share with our clients of hair that we actually want to do. So that's a a good perspective on that. Uh, Can you, okay, so the the reels, these are brand new. What are they? Why should we use them?
1: All right, let's break it down. So Instagram reels, it's 15 seconds of content. It's super quick, easy, consumable content. We all are familiar with the competitor TikTok. TikTok videos are a little bit longer but here's the thing when we think about commercials commercials are generally 15 to 30 seconds long which is 30 seconds is the time frame of TikTok 15 seconds is the time frame of reels but most people watching commercials drop off at that 15 second mark unless there's really a story Like you might remember certain commercials for the story of it. It's not so much about the product. So when you're creating Instagram reels, really think of that as being your benefit that it's only 15 seconds long and it's your chance to share value, but also content that people want to consume. That's easy. It's lighthearted. You're sharing your expertise. Like reels is really your chance to have fun again. It's kind of like your golden ticket to enjoying Instagram because Here's the thing like they don't have to be perfect. They don't have to have a perfectly edited caption, a perfectly edited photo. They're fun, they're quick, and they're easy. Once you master the editing process and the creation process, it's something that should just take a couple seconds out of your day to record and film. And if you think about it as being, you know, like fun, easy content, it's it can be fun and easy to create. Like, it's not this, it's not, it doesn't have to be a stressful thing. Like, Oh, reels. I have to make a reel now. Gosh. You know, it can really be something that's enjoyable for you to like be silly.
0: Brie, your reels are hilarious. And you guys have to check her out on secrets to social media on Instagram because they're, they are really entertaining. They're fun. And, and I love that it's, it's just, it's quick. It's easy. It's too, to the point, but it's enjoyable.
1: Yeah. And they should be consumed in that way. And like, if you really think about it, you know, those clients that come to you that you've seen a couple of times, but like, you can never remember their name. You don't remember anything about them, but you just like recognize that you've seen them a couple of times and your book says that you've seen them, but you're like, who the heck is this? <laughs> like, right. So we all have those kind of clients. And so many people feel that same exact way about your Instagram page. I hate to break it to you, but they do. They might recognize your username, but they don't know anything about you. Mm. Instagram reels though that's your chance to really share your personality and be like this is who I am like I like to have fun I like to be silly I like to be weird or whatever whoever you are you can use Instagram reels to like share your personality so instead of just that like that client or that brand just seeing your username just being like who is this I don't really remember who they are and they don't have interest to find out you can use Instagram reels to share your personality because they're fun they're quick they're easy um, and it can be a good time. So I love that you love my Reels. <laughs> yeah. Things.
0: And and this came out, what, just a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, the end of August. The end of August. Okay. And when you record a Reel, does it uh, stay up or does it disappear like the stories do after a certain
1: time? That's a really great question. So there is a difference between stories and Reels. So stories disappear after that 24-hour time period. And then Reels are there permanently. So when you're posting a Reel, you have the option to share it to your feed. And I always recommend sharing it to your feed as well as your Reels homepage. And the reason why is because if you don't share it to your feed, the only way someone will see your Reel is if they click on your profile and view it. Or if they're on the Explore page, they aren't going to see it on their homepage scrolling through their feed unless you share it to your feed as well.
0: Ooh, okay. That's a, that's a really good golden nugget here. And I think too, like knowing that it's 15 seconds, especially for somebody who's like, I feel a little bit intimidated by creating a video. Like you don't have to even like talk. I mean, if you look at Bree's videos, she's dancing, she's moving around. She's, she looks like she's just having a 15 seconds of fun. <laughs> and <laughs> and I love that. And I think that's something that we all could kind of just let loose and not be so serious. Like, you know, we've got like the best industry that it's, it's fun, it's creative, it's artistic. It doesn't have to be so black and white and, and so serious. And this this doesn't have
1: to be so curated. It doesn't have to be so curated and perfect. You know, no one's life is perfect. No one is just like boring, vanilla, bland, right? Every hairstylist I know has personality, okay? Reels is like your chance to share your personality and have fun.
0: And I definitely think too, since Instagram first, you know, began into what it is like now in 2020, people want to see... The unedited version of what's happening in your life, in your business, and they don't want to see that that picture perfect, uh, everything's professional and uh, d- done well. I think that that messiness is it's more entertaining and more uh, relatable.
1: Yeah, and I think for me that was like hard to grasp because. My whole life, I've always separated work from personal. And like, even as a hairstylist behind the chair, I would always have a hard time sharing things about my personal life or what I was doing on the weekend. Like, I don't know why I've just always been in this mindset of like work is work, personal is personal, but it isn't that way anymore. And Reels and like Instagram, that's your chance to just be yourself and have clients come to your page and be like, whoa, I want to book with her. I would rather have five people come to my page and be like, dude, she's freaking cool. I want to hang out than have a hundred people who are just like, meh, she's fine. You know, I really want to find the right people and you should too. It's not about focusing on those numbers of a hundred people. It's okay to just have those five people who really are connected with you.
0: A hundred percent. And even that holds true too with the guests that are sitting in your chair because Doing great hair is only going to take you so far when they, you have to have that connection, that relationship with your guests. They have to, like, have that personality connection with you. And, you know, it, it, even if they're attracted to you from the first place from doing hair, that's awesome. That's great if you can attain them from social media. But there's got to be much more beyond that. And I think by showing more of your personality, you will start attracting that right target audience that you're going for.
1: Absolutely. And I think like when you put out into the universe, what you want and you say, Hey, I'm ready for these new clients, bring it on. I'm ready to show who I am and get more clients that I actually connect with and love. It's going to happen.
0: I love that. So Bree, can you tell us a little bit about your masterclasses? Because you are Not only sharing amazing information right now on the podcast, but you're sharing things every single month.
1: Mm -hmm. Every single month, I do a masterclass. And the reason why is because every month there's something new happening and we have to figure out how to manage it. We either accept it and start implementing it, or we just let it go to the wayside. And if you keep letting things go to the wayside and say, oh, I'll do it later and keep putting it off it's never really going to happen right it's just your list is going to get huge so with master classes I created them so you can continue to stay up to date on what's happening. They're only 90 minutes long and they're fun. Like it's not 90 minutes of a boring class. It's 90 minutes of learning what's new and fresh that you need to implement in your business, online, on Instagram and on social media to take you to the next level. So every month there's a different focus and purpose of the class. This last month we did reels, the month before we did beating the algorithm. Um, And I think it's just, it's all about, enjoying social media again and making it fun. Um, And that's what I want people to do is to not have to stress about it.
0: Oh, I love that. And I love that you're sharing this with everybody because social media is just so important to be present on and to gain new clients and to entertain your existing clientele. And if you're not a part of that game, then your business is probably not going to be growing at the rate that it should be. And so I love that you're sharing all this juicy information with everybody. So how can more of our listeners find out about your class and how to sign up?
1: So you can go to my Instagram at secrets to social media or my website, which is com. For all the deets, my goal is to really help you and empower you to enjoy Instagram again, to not feel like it's this black hole that just like sucks life out of you and from your business, but instead something that can help you actually win and see the results you want. So that's where you can find me.
0: Love it. And so your next class, by the time this drops, um, you've got another class happening Monday, October 19th.
1: Mm hmm. Yep. And this class is all really going to be about being confident on Instagram and showing up consistently. How do you get over the Instagram funk? That's what this class is focused on. And I think it's so relatable to so many of us because I don't know about you, but sometimes I go through streaks where I'm on it for like a week and a half, two weeks, and then I get into that slump and I lose that confidence and I just don't feel like showing up anymore. And You and I both know one of the biggest secrets to social media is consistency. So this class, we're really talking about how to get out of that Instagram funk and how to show up consistently, confidently. Oh, that's a
0: good one. I love that. And I think this class, too, correct me if I'm wrong, but this class, I feel like, is really great for... Hair stylist behind the chair. And then I think that also salon owners, if you're doing your own social media or you have a social media manager to help, I think that this could be a great way to kind of team build and everybody get on the same page of the vision that you have for the growth of your company and using social media to do that. And I think as a salon owner, I really rely on my team to help me out with content for social media. I can't just be all on the salon owner. It's got to be collectively as the team and showcasing everybody's work. Work, but everyone, you're right, has to be consistent with that um, and, and just get out of the funk, show up on video and, and work, uh, you know, cross promote each other on video as well. I think that is such a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's about that consistency. And with consistency, it's about having a game plan, you know, as an owner for you. If you had a game plan, you knew who was posting when, you knew what you're posting about and you knew what's really going to drive your business. That's when things are going to flow. If you don't have a plan, you're not going to have that consistency. So I I, I think this is going to be perfect for wherever you're at in the industry or behind the chair, an owner, a manager, social media, you know, where whatever you're doing, this class is going to be perfect to hold you
0: accountable and really get a plan. Oh, I love that. Yeah, for my, the girls, as I'm growing my business right now, uh, my new hires, they're required to post at least four times a week and be present on Instagram. So Uh, this class would be perfect for them. So I'm excited to get them signed up for that.
1: Absolutely. I'm excited to see them there. Awesome. Well,
0: thank (laughs) you so much for being on the podcast today. You guys make sure to check her out secrets to social media, go find her, show her some love on Instagram and make sure to sign up for this next class, October, Monday, 19th. You guys are going to love it. Bree. She's an expert. She's your go-to gal for social media. Thank you so much for sharing all of your education and knowledge and inspiration with us today.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I I had a lot of fun with you today.
0: Thanks for listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you love to keep track of your favorite shows, then subscribe to this podcast to receive the newest edition when it's released. This podcast was created with you in mind, so I'd love to get your review to learn how this podcast has helped you in your career. And because I love my listeners and want to connect more, join me in our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and suite business. My mission is to help beauty professionals like you create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you for being a part of the journey.